here to discuss the topic of dance in the Bahamas. Professional dance, dance education, all of that good stuff about dance here in the Bahamas. And to start it off, I would like to start with them telling me a little bit about their dance background. So, Darisa, we'll start with you. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Darisa Mackey. I've been dancing since I was, what, four years old? Um... I am currently a dance teacher, so obviously I haven't stopped as yet. Um, but yeah, a high school dance teacher currently. All right, my name is Shawnee Culmer. I have been dancing since I was three. Um, yeah, I'm currently a dance educator as well. All right, hello, my name is Stefana Nichols, your host. <laughs> I'm a professional dancer, professional dancer here in the Bahamas. I started dancing when I was, can't tell you the age, but I was like in grade nine or so, under these two fine ladies' hair. Um, yeah, and I've been dancing ever since, ever since I started in school. And I have not stopped. We have not aged out of the system as yet. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, so, Dorisa, tell me, how did you become a dance educator here? Um... Well, I actually started out teaching Spanish, and because of my dance training as a child and teenager, I was asked to move over into the system to teach dance instead of teaching Spanish because I don't know if many people know, but there are only a few dance teachers in the government school system, so they were looking to get a bit more young teachers teaching dance. So that's how I got teaching dance right now. And Shawnee, how did you get into this? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I actually have my first degree, my undergraduate undergraduate degree in psychology. So education was never like, I was like, absolutely not. I'll never teach. But life happens. And I got my master's in dance education from NYU. And just that just obviously catapulted me into like loving education, loving dance even more. Um, yeah, so I moved home and started on this journey <laughs> of dance education in the Bahamas. Um, so now I'm teaching at the University of the Bahamas in the first dance course. And yeah, that's how I got there. All right. First dance course. Legendary. Yeah. You are a legend. You're going down an hour. Right on the Lawrence Carroll, you see Shanae well, since you said you just came back home, you just started. Tell me how has it been so far back home? Um, it is, it's a journey. It's a journey. Dance, I think the dance industry in general is just like, you just got to keep pushing. But especially here in the Bahamas where it's not, in a lot of people's minds, it's a lucrative, yeah. yeah, a lucrative profession. Um, yeah, it's been a journey, but 
But luckily, because of the pandemic, I think people saw the need for the arts and the need for the push um, in our culture in general. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dorisa, I know you said that you're teaching at CV now. Yes. Is it CV? CV Method. Previously, you were at? I was at C.R. Walker. That would be my first school placement for dance. Okay, and I just wanted to know, can you tell me like what other schools have dance education, like as dance as a program? Um, well, other than C.V. Bethel and C.R. Walker, yes. there is T.A. Thompson, there is Government High School, there is C.I. Gibson, and A.F. Adley. Alright, and you mentioned before that there's only a few dance teachers here. So like, which schools have the dance teachers and like, why are there so few? Why do you think there are so few? Um, I think there are only a few teachers because there was a certain point, I obviously don't know the years or whatever, but there were a few teachers who the ministry would have sent off to school and so or at least given, ago. a long time ago, given the <laughs> opportunity to study and then come back home to teach dance in the schools and it was a lot of them. We had dance in primary school, junior high, senior high. At that point, there was even drama in the schools then. There's no drama anywhere now. But anyway, um, I think what happened now is that never happened after that. There were no more teachers or no more students sent off to say, hey, y'all go study dance and then y'all come back home so y'all can teach in the classroom. So over time, those previous teachers got older, retired, left the system, and now we are left with very few schools with dance being offered as a class. Mm, so are you, would you be the youngest dance teacher inside the schools right now or? Yes, um, in the government school system, I am currently the youngest dance teacher. Uh, are there any private, do you know any private schools that may have a dance program? Um, not to my knowledge, most would have like maybe clubs, dance clubs, school, or like, yeah. yeah, like drama clubs mm -hmm. and stuff like that where they do things, but it's not in the curriculum. Yeah, not a curriculum. They have, they have at St. Andrews, there's a program. I'm not sure if it's like an add-on to a certain class mm -hmm. or something, but it's not like a dance class. Okay. Know? Yeah, so as yeah. far as we're concerned, only the government schools have mm -hmm. dance as an actual class, so you are graded. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Graded as such. Mm -hmm. So, I know you said you moved from CR to CV. Mm -hmm. Does CR, you said CR, does CR now have a dance teacher or? CR does not have a dance teacher right now. Okay. No one so knows. what do they do in a case where a school does not have a teacher teach the program? So in that case, well, dance fell under performing arts. So it was in a, a program on its own. So dance was offered, well, at CR Walker, dance was offered for performing arts students only. So it would have been an option. So students would pick. Performing our students to pick between vocals, handbells, or dance. So it's a class when he offered for performing arts students for the most part. I did have some cosmetology students at a point, but that was other program issues. But yeah, so it was just an option. So now that I have left that school, 
the students who would have been in my class, they just were moved into another class within performing arts. Like music or... Yeah, so probably, okay. like, I know um, one of them messaged me, said they're doing piano now instead of having dance, so, okay. yeah. Also, they have, like, different classes for those things. I thought, like, music would have been, like, under one. See, no, they're all in. They all take, like, music theory and music listening. They okay. all take those classes. And then they pick an option from vocal, handbell, uh, dance. Yeah, uh, so it's like that. got handbell, too? I did not know that. You know, you learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, so, uh, back to Shanae. You said you're teaching the first dance course here. Like, what is this dance course? Tell us about it. So, the course is just an introductory course to expose the campus students. Um, it's a general ed course. So, we're just doing the basic history of a few dance um, forms. Um, yeah, composition, a little bit of that, um, yeah, just movement in general, just mm -hmm. to see if people are interested, one, so that, you know, it, as time moves on, a program may develop, and yeah. Is it going to be, like, uh, more so, like, performing arts with a dance background, dance extension, or is it going to be, like, a dance education course? Like, do you think that they're going in direction? No, so it's definitely going to be um, a BFA program, so dance period mm -hmm. but there's also going to be different tracks so okay. i'm pretty sure that it's going to be like a dance education track um a dance performance track um yeah okay yeah well, that's good i'm glad that they're finally making that step yeah. i know with my background <clears throat> in dance i started dance when i was you know in high school um mostly because my parents didn't really take well my dad didn't really take dance or performing arts really that seriously in my household i know a lot of behemoth households are you know just like that if you're not a doctor lawyer accountant you know something they think you can make money from they ain't really sending you in that direction so because my dad didn't really take it seriously i never really did any after schools i know you guys you went to like with bahamas dance theater and mm -hmm. shonda you went there i too, went to european, national, went to european dance national dance school right so my parents and then after school programs that weren't at school were no <laughs> in my house if they gotta pick you up from somewhere other than school yeah 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 they ain't been trying to do that you and hopping in nobody else car to go nowhere <laughs> right so like from there i was so grateful for you know at least uh the performing arts club at sac i think when you guys were there was a drama club right mm -hmm. or yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. said it changed. Yeah, it changed, changed while I was there. It's like dance and club. I know we were there, it was like dance and It was music like musical the theater or whatever. Well, I know <laughs> I remember it was, I think it was a drama club at first, but I was, from my time, from what I could remember, it was drama club and then it changed to performing arts club. Mm -hmm. There, you know, bless Miss Smith Hart. Honestly, <laughs> she, she did it well. Bless her heart. Um, so yeah, from there, you know, I found my love for dance and that's where I started wanting to, I didn't even think I was going to go into profession. I thought it was just going to be like something on the uh -huh. side. I honestly, for me, I didn't think there was a, something that I could do here mm -hmm. to go into profession or even teach it because I knew at, you know, university or I didn't even know they had programs at the schools for dancing, mm -hmm. which I, I knew that I might have picked a different track, you know, might have tried to do something different. Yeah. But now that I knew that, you know, now that I know that I hope uh, other people they realize that and they can, you know, maybe show their kids something different. And just, you know, coming from a professional dancer here, I dance at Warwick, I've danced at Malia, I've danced at Bahama, I've danced at Atlantis, I've did, done different functions. Um, I perform for different behemoth for 
Manisha, you fought in culture, Manisha, your tourism, on the cruise ship, on Coco Key. Talk your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Miami before. Don't you like, get your music videos. Yeah. <laughs> Don't search them up. But <laughs> my music videos. So for me, dance has been a money maker in that aspect. So for other people to get out of the mindset that there is no money in dance or there is no money in performing arts is a total lie. You know, you will have to definitely work for it because there's a lot of people out here that, you know, can do what you do. And it's based on, you know, the industry here is based on your reputation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to be punctual, you have to be professional, you have to make sure you know what you're doing, you know, they like you, all of this stuff. So it's based on that. As long as you have those things going for you, honestly, you can make it here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no, trust me, it's... You could make it here as long as you have these few things. And there's so many dancers that are here that don't have those things. And that's where you will stand out. Mm -hmm. That's why I stand out. To get the big period. <laughs> but I feel like that's the issue. Um, you have to, like, push yourself. You People think, like, oh, yeah, I want to be a dancer. And then they sit there and they're, like, when are, when are the jobs going to come? Right. But no, you got to like go out and get it and push your weight in the doors because no one is going to open the door like mm -hmm. just off that. I know um, for this lady, uh, I'm a part of her entertainment company. So, you know, she gets me different gigs mm -hmm. and stuff. She when she's finding new girls, she puts up the call for, hey, I need dancers, this and that age, you know, say send in your videos or send in your, your dance videos or, you know, photos, your headshots. And then she says that she gets so many people that you know that really you know can't really dance and they think that you know it's like twerking or mm -hmm, just whining yeah. as a part of dance right <laughs> and she says like they're just not uh it's not what she's looking for and i'm trying to figure out now why persons that are from yodafi or persons that that were with the national dance school and have you know previously moved on because national dance school is not a thing anymore and people that were with the um what was it again? why those girls aren't reaching out to try and pursue anything here and maybe jobs can you, mm. you know maybe shed some light i think discouragement i think especially i don't know if you agree Teresa, mm -hmm. but like in our age group within the dance community um like studio dance community there wasn't any like okay so when you graduate or you know graduate from these programs it's okay, so what are you gonna do? Business, education, psychology, mm -hmm. teaching? It's not okay, so are you gonna pursue dance? Are you gonna like, yeah. le like let's fill out applications? These are the schools that you go to. It's no, um, what do you call it? Like succession planning yeah. for, for dance in the Bahamas. I never and I thought think, about that. About yeah. So, like, just like, even my own dance teachers, like, never had that conversation no. with us when we were approaching 12th grade and no. stuff and nobody asked us oh well are you, you gonna, gonna go pursue to that especially yeah. the ones who did go off to school for it that's that's i actually never thought about it until you just yeah. said that like no succession planning at all mm -hmm. and i think that's the the issue with a lot of bahamians in general mm -hmm. and other fields as well but you know you know like um I know at our school, it was the guidance counselor. They helped, the guidance counselor really helped you find a school. They, and they actually, what you want to do, they really helped you in that way. They didn't help me, but anyway, they helped you. <laughs> right? They helped some people um, in that path. I know other guidance counselors at different schools, they do the same thing. And they help them with the whole application and stuff process. Um, do you think, well, not just the dance teachers, well, you know, it, based on your, your, your encouragement of the students, say, hey, you can pursue this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're going to there talk about your 
uh, your future in dance, if this is what you want to do, why don't you talk to them, see your, your options? Like, has yeah. there ever been a conversation within the schools to say, that's, no. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, am, no I have the, the conversation, importance. right, nobody outside sees the importance of it, but as a teacher now, especially to senior high students, I have the conversation, I'll be like, hey, y'all can actually go off and do dance, y'all could take it as just a course, maybe you could major in it, maybe you could just minor in it, but you can actually take this with you when you come out of high school, so I've had a, like, a 10th grade economy today, almost mark me these other schools that I want to go to, and I was like, what do you want to do, she's like, I want to do dance, or oh, a lot, so she already showed me all the schools that for dance. Oh, that's so and then she showed me the one she wanted to do for law. So she has her plan and she already has that, hey, I can still go to school and dance if I want to. So that was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Because her parents ain't talking to her about that. Because they don't care. No. But she got that from me that I can actually go and I can do this. Because my teacher told me I am able to do this. So that was good for me. But a lot of parents, a lot of family members don't really see the importance. So they're not going to talk to you about it. And if your school ain't talking to you about it, how about these children going to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Even with me pursuing dance, like from I was in, from I was in high school, you know, booking jobs when I was in high school, mm-hmm. my mom was really the one who came to my shows, my high school shows. She was one who dropped me to and from, you know, made sure I had this, made sure I had that. You know, my dad really didn't have any part of it. And even then, it wasn't that discussion. Hey, you know, maybe this is something you can do, mm-hmm. you can do as a, you know, as a as an option, right? It wasn't until I reached college, and I think. I was so, I did not want to do the program that I chose, I chose a little bit. Like I wanted to do it, but in a different way and they yeah. didn't offer it. They didn't offer it how I wanted it, you know, but, um, and then I talked to my mom. She was just like, you know, maybe you should try and go off. And it's so, I was just like, I do want to go off, but I know because of my options here at home my parents you know money wise and all mm-hmm. that stuff even though there's scholarships you still gotta get there yeah you still gotta find somewhere to stay and all that stuff and so it didn't really seem like a viable option for me to be asking my parents say hey well i want to switch to this mm-hmm. and i want you guys to take me you know to try and do this with me so it didn't seem like uh, the path that i should take mm-hmm. and i know it can be discouraging for a lot of young people too in that you know their parents don't really support them and you know their choices but in my research when i was trying to go I found like even school in Florida, something close by there. I don't have any dance background, you know, but I love to dance. I'm, a, I'm still, I have background in, in terms of I have experience, not really training. Mm-hmm. So with that, I just found a school that would take me just with basically with my love of dance, my mm-hmm. passion for it. And that would have just took me on a basically an associates program. And then I could transfer into a bigger college mm-hmm. a bigger university and then after that just take you know take those two years they can take those two years credits and i can transfer into a bfa program and a lot of people that didn't follow the same path as them maybe this is an option well yeah. maybe that is an option because mm-hmm. there's there's are there are ways that you can do this and even with my career path now besides you know dancing professionally i'm still in school doing something else i intend to merge dance with my new you know my new career path just because it's something that i don't want to let go of dance and dance still is my passion and i mm-hmm. still want to be able to do it for as long as i can yeah. do it <laughs> yeah i think that's the importance of having a mentor too like mm-hmm. to to have these conversations to talk about these things going to nyu really opened my eyes because you know you're in new york and that's like life there right so you're having like my program director she would literally come in and be like okay so what's next like are you doing this Mm -hmm. are you doing this okay maybe your phd in dance and i'm like 
<laughs> okay. What? Okay. How? How? And it's like arts administration, like performance, mm-hmm. PhD to do, like do research. And like people, when I was moving home, it was like, okay, so what you gonna do now? I'm like, dance, dance education. You know, mm-hmm. teach right. people how to dance. <laughs> and they're like, okay, but what else? Right. What else? You mean like I went to school twice to say what else? No, 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 no. I'm going to dance. <laughs> That's it. Period. You have to be really strong, right? Yeah. You have to. Build the have yeah. to. The silly questions you get asked, like Honestly. even at the pandemic, obviously I was already teaching dance mm-hmm. at the time it started. Would you teach them children over virtual? Like yeah. what did you do? Like, first of all, I could actually have video classes. I know that's a problem with other people, a lot of kids, because internet and stuff, but I'm like, there's also dance theory, and I spent mm-hmm. most of the pandemic teaching theory. Yeah. So when it came to school, we just focused on the actual practical side of things, but it's like, oh, what you was teaching? I have no idea what you could have been doing them children virtually, what you was doing dance, y'all is twerking now, I could do this. Like, when I had my auditions for my dance team, <laughs> when I started having auditions, children were like, oh, well, can I come and do some TikTok dances? And no, my head, like, would you mean a TikTok dance for an audition for a dance team? Like, <laughs> like honestly, like, but that's what people think. And it's like, they yeah. just think, what can you do with dance other than twerk or just the yeah. little piece of TikTok? Yeah, like that's how it is. So of course she came on there like, oh, what you, what you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing my teaching practicum, um, so a big thing there was like the like majorettes, right? And a lot of the kids I taught at a uh, performing arts high school in deep in Brooklyn, right? So it was 90, 90% black mm-hmm. kids, right? They would come in there, similar to TikTok dances, and like do like majorette dances. Cool, express yourself. Mm-hmm. But I'd apply this technique because, like, no, you're not just about to death drop because you're gonna hurt your knees. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, you're like, your knees, yeah, it, it's yeah. Social media has like corrupted dance <laughs> as well. Honestly, <laughs> well, you know, for me, to those people that think that you know, what am I gonna do with dance? Everything. Does Beyonce not have dancers? Does Meg Thee Stallion not have dancers? I never understand how people Does don't Does Ciara not have yeah. dancers? Just saying. Those are performers. <laughs> yeah. And they, and have they do that for life. And they have dancers. Like, how do you not see that? Hey, those people are dancers too. Mm-hmm. It's like too out, of, too out of reach in yeah. their minds. In my head, even if like, I don't know. I know a lot of these days, you know, Bahamians don't really listen to Bahamian music anymore, right? Or Bahamian artists. But <laughs> when you have people like Boudin and Sammy Starr and Sketch, and Rikiri and you know all the Baham Mendos, whenever they have performances, they have dancers that come there and they perform. They need choreographers, they need dancers. Mm-hmm. They need all of that. Even other things within the performing arts, um, under the performing arts, songwriters, mm-hmm. musicians, producers. Um, producers, costume designers, like all of these things that you, you know, it is possible for you to do and you can make money here from it. Even the hotels, the hotels will pay for you. Number time they have people singing and dancing <laughs> and taking the lobby. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just like, what? Like all this, like doing salsa. Like every 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 hotel right now doing salsa night. If you could learn salsa, <laughs> you could make some money too. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, so I know that, Dorisa. Mm-hmm. Tell me, 
would you do inside your classes like now back in school after this pandemic like mm-hmm. how how the students came from online being online for almost what two years and now coming back to the class how mm-hmm. have they been um it hasn't been that bad um what i do i try to teach technique i try to get technique in a lot because dance technique is like disappearing mm-hmm. i don't know like I, I don't know if y'all like watch a lot of stuff on social media and stuff but a lot of dancing is now tricks mm-hmm. um just tricks on whoever flex so you like, get your leg up here you dance it. <laughs> but i try to stick to the basics of teaching technique working on flexibility obviously because that's good for general health also but Technique, I do some ballet, jazz, some contemporary, and then some days I do with whatever they want to do. My students, I try to work that into the lesson. So, hey, Ms. Mark, I want to do this today, or can we do this? So, today I actually did like some improv with one of my classes. That was interesting. Um, it was a good exercise, um, good for working on confidence and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and you get to see who needs a bit more of a push than others. So, it was good, but. My biggest goal in class is pushing that dance technique because ain't much, mm-hmm. ain't a lot of people it's doing it. Down. Like, and I, I don't, I don't know why. I know why it's a brand. Maybe Shawnee knows. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I do not. I think social media. I mean, social media has a big to do with, you know, has a lot to do with that, with the tricks and the everything is tricks. dance competitions and stuff like that. Where if you, if you not. A con- what is it contortionist, contortionist. like you not you're yeah. not a dancer <laughs> I saw this thing online I was looking for like inspiration for some choreography so I looked at this song very insp- um, emotional song mm-hmm. I don't remember what song it was at the time so I yeah okay this is a good nice emotional song I can find some nice choreo and you nope. let me see what I could find I mean this whatever this piece was was a winning piece from some competition just tricks just kicks and flips and just <laughs> stretching the body everywhere but i'm like when is she going to start dancing. dancing like the tricks were nice and it would be wonderful if they were implemented with some dance moves but there were none and this won a competition so like what is happening i remember i remember in high school when i used to be like looking up youtube videos for inspiration and like oh you know getting these <laughs> dance moves bringing it to drama club but now I it's the same like what are we doing? It's like gymnastics competitions. Yes. Where like you doing the tricks and like a touch yeah, and dance. dance but these Just are dance competitions yeah, you know? with only gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like ridiculous. what happens to people who want to bring in pieces now where they're actually dancing, dancing. and maybe have like one or two tricks, like mm-hmm. will, will I place? No. Like what's <laughs> going to happen to my group? Well, they're gonna be like, Oh my god, that was third place (laughs) well that's a conversation for when we come back from our break we'll be right back need peace of mind that comes in the form of around the clock surveillance trust our technicians here at create tech bahamas to give you the vision you need to sleep soundly create tech bahamas bringing tomorrow's technology to your doorsteps today (laughs) all right right now I want to get into basically dance reform here in the Bahamas. How do we change mindsets? How do we help the government in seeing that there is a place here in the Bahamas for dancers and dance education? How do we, you know, get into all of that right there? So I'm going to, well, I'm going to start with myself. What I think, I think first of all, they need to get off their butt 
Oh my god. <laughs> I was joking, joking. <laughs> JK! <laughs> Alright, I want to talk to Shanae first about what she has going on with her because I know that she started the Bahamas Dance Association and I know that is kind of a step in the right direction. So, Shanae, tell us a little bit about it. So the Bahamas Dance Association was founded was founded to just be a support system, right, for the um, for the dance community to advocate for dance in the Bahamas, just like you're saying, um, put just push everything dance related in terms of like culture, in terms of workshops, scholarships. We have a scholarship fund that we're about to start. Um, to get students off to school, to get students in studios so that they are working on technique. Um, yeah, and just a support. So all of us sitting here having these conversations, we could be learning from the older dance teachers in the system or just performers and um, just have a space, right, for dancers. So yeah, that's what the Bombs Dance Association is. And how old is the Bombs Association? We've been active for about a year you know paperwork and all that I had yeah. to get done within the first year so yeah about a year a year and some year and a half and in this year like how has it been this first year of you know this first year of setting it up of trying to lay things down lay the, lay the groundwork down how has it yeah. been yeah um it's been cool obviously as with with anything with anything new um especially with a non-profit organization there's one pushback to things that you just like trying to navigate in terms of like how to do this how to do that um you know it, it it's new um so yeah it, it, i mean it's been cool we we did our first workshop in december um we brought in a choreographer from la and he worked alongside two choreographers uh bahamian choreographers so one of our goals is also networking right so um, bringing in people that we may know from the states, Jamaica, wherever, and collaborating with Bahamian artists. Um, yeah, and it was a success. Really nice. Um, we're getting ready for the second one. Don't really have a date as yet, but yeah. That's good. Getting ready for that. Can you tell me, like, is there any government involvement? Like, have you have you guys gotten on the government radar? So yeah. So the government is actually the Ministry of Youth, Sports, and Culture. Um, has actually, you know, approved of us, or not approved, that's the wrong word, but, you know, they've highlighted us, in a sense, um, as one of the first, as the first um, performing arts group. Um, they want to start, like, a music dance, music association, a whatever else, association, yeah. visual arts, whatever. Um so yeah, just to start working together um, with this new administration and with, you know, just in general, pushing the arts, pushing culture. Um, so yeah, we are on their radar. And that's really cool to like be acknowledged, yeah. you know. That's good. So under your, you know, dance association, that's that's what all that's all like choreographers is all mm -hmm. dance and that. And it's yeah. any style of dance. It's any style matter. of dance, liturgical, junk new modern ballet hip-hop whatever if you consider yourself a dancer we want to come together salsa um, we want to come together we want to learn from each other um and just support each other if you need technique in this you have the resources to get that right um so yeah 
And if I guess if anyone like in the Bahamas or you know persons that are looking towards to the Bahamas, they look at the Bahamas Association and say, "Hey, we're having this function, mm-hmm. we're having this job, and we want to get some Bahamian dancers everywhere." And they tell you, That's and then the you goal. would be able to yeah. assist. Yeah, them. and not even as us as an agency, but we could reach out to the agency that you're with or reach out to other ones and say, hey, we need this. We need this. Can you provide that? So right? it's like a partnership. Yeah, it's like a partnership. The studios and stuff will be under you. Right. Performers and everything right. will be under that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're working on a registry right now with Dancers in the Palmas. Um, I said we're working on a scholarship fund um, in partnership with the Shirley Hall Bass Foundation. So they are looking to support us as well. So that's always great. Um, so yeah. Oh, that sounds really, really good. Uh, Dorisa, I know that obviously on your level, you don't have anything, you know, you can't, you don't have anything to do with the teachers here or teachers there or the curriculum. Well, kind of do with the curriculum, but not so much. It's not, you know, it's not just you want to do everything. So what is the Ministry of Education doing basically to fill the roles of teachers or to actually well do you guys have a curriculum no at this moment we don't have one it's in the works it hasn't been completed as yet um so at this moment no No. but okay so what's okay so what are we doing what are they doing towards setting up this curriculum making sure that you know adequate teachers are there or making sure that um the need is there, basically, to, 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 to not to create a need or whatever, but kind of to, for people to see what they're doing and to mm-hmm. want to do it, basically. Um, well, in terms of the curriculum, what the Ministry of Education is doing, nothing at the moment. Um, it'll have to really be on the teachers of our content area to actually push to get it completed. Um, so yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I think if we had this curriculum in place, we'd be more on one accord as teachers and be able to teach auto team information, maybe work on a BGCSE at some point, because the students ask, but need curriculum first. Um, who's that about your question? <laughs> but yeah, we need, um, the curriculum is important. Um, we started working at a few of us dance teachers and a former dance teacher we were working on it um we just need some finishing touches get it overlooked stuff like that so we could actually get it kind of in the work i mean that ain't a short process either still need some time of course but yeah a lot of content areas have curriculums and they are very beneficial i just wish we had one i think if we did our area would be taken a bit more seriously but because we don't and everyone's kind of kind of doing their own thing, I guess people don't really mm-hmm. see the importance of it as yet because, oh, well, y'all just doing any old thing in your classroom. Right. So, yeah, so. I mean, so before the curriculum comes, is it possible for, you know, the five or so down teachers that you guys actually call up, is it possible for you guys to come together and just to start being on one accord with what you're teaching? Um, yes, we kind of put together a little a scheme a little mm-hmm. scheme yeah. of work that we all could work from and honestly I've been working from it for the most part some days I stray from it but um, it's a good document for us to use in the meantime mm-hmm. so we have some things that we could do so now I don't know if other people are currently using it but mm-hmm. we do have that yeah because there's no one to hold them accountable yeah right because we currently like don't have the, we don't have an officer right now in the Ministry of Education so 
Don't worry, they're gonna teach us. Wow. And I feel like <laughs> national standards for dance that goes along with like the yeah. curriculum thing. Like we need national standards. Mm-hmm. We need the curriculum. We need the support. <laughs> like so policies to need to be changed. It should start from the ministry, honestly. Yeah, the and ministry then, has to put that forward. And then you pull the teachers to say, "Hey, we need you all to work on this curriculum." But it kind of was like the other way around. Like we, the teachers had to say, "We need this curriculum." So it went like that when we started because we saw, especially the um, teachers who realized that they were on their way out of the system, they realized, "Hey, we need to leave something now." So. But yeah, the, See, we had to push for the yeah. curriculum to start. You just said that and kind of just bring off a light bulb inside my head. Like, you realize, yes, when you're ready to age out of the system, to realize that, hey, we need <laughs> we need people yeah. to replace, we need to have a system in place. But all this time, it wasn't a system, and y'all just operating so Everyone freely. just doing that Everyone kind just of thing. like doing what needs to be done to like get through the day. Not even just yeah. the teachers, but the ministry itself. I feel like it's just like, okay. Business as usual, business as usual. Oh, shoot, like, something's happening. Like, we need to fix it. And it's, like, a rush. And, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's when you, they don't, obviously, we already said that they don't see, uh, they don't see the value in dance education. But, Shandy, based on your background with psychology and with dance education, what are, like, benefits of dance? (laughs) There are so many. Um, (laughs) It was a few. Benefits of dance, I think, critical thinking skills, which a lot of our students do not have any of. Um, Critical thinking, uh, social emotional learning, um, it helps with, you know, anxiety, depression, which a lot of our students are definitely dealing with, and it's not at the forefront of anyone's mind, it seems. Um, Yeah, just focus. Focus in school. There are studies that show that um, people who are in the arts or performing arts in school have better grades in math, in science, um, in English, and yeah, it's just you know. You, know, you always <laughs> watch these uh, TV shows and movies, and you'll see the little, well, the stereotypical Asian kid or mm-hmm. you know African kid mm-hmm. or something inside the movies or the TV shows, right? And they'll be, you know, they'll be acing all their classes and stuff. They play instrument. They speak exactly. different languages. And, like, everyone's like, oh, well, he's just Asian. That's just, you know, that's no. a stereotypical. Or this is just that. But <laughs> they have stimulation so in other yeah. fields. Yeah. And, and people don't realize that that is the, if you want your child to be successful, not just dance, but music, um, drawing, like, hone into those things. And yeah it's, I know it's with, very me, upsetting. with me it really helped my confidence because I didn't mm-hmm. really have any confidence in my dance ability myself as a person like at all and I didn't for me personally I didn't want to go there and put myself forward because I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't confident to do that I wasn't confident enough to speak for myself mm-hmm. you know if you, you hide You're behind your parents your and I wish I could still, you know you wish you could still hide behind your parents but at some point you have to realize that you know you don't have that option anymore to do mm-hmm. Um, the classes that you guys are teaching, you know, it's coming down to the end of the semesters now, but has this, well, your students, do you see a change in them from when you started with them to where they are now? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I have one student in particular, um, even virtually, she was really shy, and then we came face to face, and she would always, like, go straight to the back of the class when it's time for class. And, or if I'd ask someone to demonstrate something, she would move to the side so I don't see her. But now it's to a point where 
she is she has a lot more confidence she's very happy to come to class now um she does things with like she puts everything into her performances and her classes now and it's other students notice so oh miss mark can you see so and so oh she actually smiling today or oh, she actually did this or oh, she helped me with this and like at first it was just like she was in a little bubble and then over time i just got her to open up a bit more and she even told me she wrote me a note on my birthday almost made me cry but she just told me how much i helped her to become so much more confident in her dance abilities and even just things outside of dance mm -hmm. how my class helped her that much now but the students who i notice a little less anxiety when i ask them to do something more willing to help others and stuff like that so definitely i've been seeing a change in my students did yeah. you is there uh did you see some maybe they become more expressive yeah with them like you know mm -hmm. either with either with dance you know some people don't like to talk or they become more expensive with their dance movements or just to talk about what's going on at home or you know both. about their day both some of you who would never talk to anyone about anything nodding in your face telling you everything that's <laughs> going on good things bad things and some of you see that their dance ability has become more out there they show a bit more when you ask them to do something so definitely on both ends i've seen it since working with these particular students since i moved to the school okay. and what was your last school um, same thing at my former school. I was there for three years, so I got to see a bit more over time compared to now. But I've had students who never wanted to perform. They finally, at high school, I got them to actually go on stage and not freak out. Or they actually were proud of themselves after the performance. So it takes a lot of work, but it's nice to see that progress over time. It, it really is. It makes you feel good as a teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the things I, I, why I want to be a teacher, you know, I just like to look up, <laughs> to see my students just succeed. I'm like, to get teary eye right now. Just yeah, about that's it, why right? I didn't say nothing yet. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> about to say just something. To, just to see it, like, you know, like, you know, it's hard and you know, it ain't gonna be easy and everything, but to see it happen right in front of your face and to see the appreciation they show you yeah, afterwards. Sometimes they yeah. did really have you crying. I know at my former school. I had this thing, I gave them this assignment where they all had to create their own solos as like an end of year assignment and after this one particular class I cried and it was because they worked so hard and I saw it, but look at me trying to cry again. <laughs> Please. Well Shonda, you can't have us here. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say, um, so in my course we had i started the course off with a paper that says like what is dance right what is dance to you whatever that means and at the end of the course i also had you know the same oh, look at you <laughs> <laughs> like another paper to follow up um what is dance mm -hmm. so they can you know show that they they learn more um they're more expressive especially in their writing well even in their writing and this one specific student, she also started in a bubble. She wouldn't say nothing. She's a bigger girl, so I guess she felt less confident with that as well. And yeah, she was very self-conscious. And she's from another island, so she was all that was also a factor. And she just would make every excuse. The first, the first class, she came to me. Second class, and asked to drop my class. And I was wow. like, you're not. That's impossible. I'm not <laughs> dropping you. So you're gonna have to stick it out and. 
like we worked through it and she would like email me like okay I was not confident in this or or that or whatever and like you know we'd work through it and her final she wasn't able to come in for her final so she sent a video and like watching her video I was like like obviously no dance experience at all mm-hmm. but just seeing her be as expressive as she was yeah. and like no technique but it was there and I was and even the little bit of technique that she did show I was like oh my god you were listening right. <laughs> and like in her final paper well not final but the what is dance paper she put at the end like um the things that I've learned in dance I can apply in life now okay but <laughs> I can apply in life now and like she feels more um more able to do physical things mm-hmm. and she's not as lazy that, those are her words she's not as lazy anymore and she sees a difference in her body and I was like oh lord this this <laughs> is why I do what I do and I think once people see that that passion that educators have that dancers have and like the change that it could have in in people's lives I think more you know emphasis would be placed on it that know? also was what i so you know what i wanted to talk about you know the mindset how to change our mindset you change your mind through people you know just like this they change the students and you know this generation is the one that's coming up and they're the ones that are going to do a lot of things that you're trying to put mm-hmm. in place now they're going to one that are actually going to have to follow through with it mm-hmm. yeah and the change that you guys are making obviously you know has impact on them and we're hoping that it you know it goes further than you know we go to their kids and they're they're going to push it as they get older as they graduate mm-hmm. as they help are in a position to help they will help yeah okay and i feel no right now my my stance where the ministry is like we just need some new people to get in there that who know what they're doing and younger knows about people. younger people. even just younger people. but i believe this isn't like me being biased or anything mm-hmm. but like i honestly believe that this ministry like the ministry of youth sports and culture now especially with the director of culture being miss grant um there i've i feel like they are really gonna push for dance and mm-hmm. the performing arts um just for the record miss grant is a is dancer, a dancer performer. Yeah. yes <laughs> all her life yes <laughs> um so yeah i feel like there is a lot of emphasis they're just trying to figure out how to do it in a way that's like you know pleasing to the government i don't know um, but yeah, I think it's there. It's coming. Um, I just think it's on our part to like push as well in the community yeah, and follow through um, with like workshops with the Bombas Dance Association. I feel like um, you know it, it would be good to do community workshops, community more community outreach yeah. workshops. Um, so that is a goal of ours, so that people can experience dance and can experience this joy and this love that we feel, even if it is for an hour, you know? And I think that's going to start opening up people's minds as well. I know you said at the beginning of this that you didn't really want to teach. Teaching was nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely not. Inside your, you know, inside your mind, but like after, obviously teaching after teaching your first um, college course mm-hmm. as opposed to teaching I think what you said was high school before yeah with doing your practicum mm-hmm. it was high school like are you did you are you did you develop a love already oh yeah. yeah I think I developed my love in school um in getting my master's because I went to my program and I was like because initially I wanted to be a, an adolescent psychologist so I always wanted to like do something with kids and you know obviously l- the love for dance was there um 
but I was like, oh, I'll do dance therapy. Still want to do dance therapy. But education was like, all right, you could still have the impact. So let me just try this out. But now I can't see myself doing anything else, honestly, like ever. Um, even with the studio, having the little kids, oh, like a three-year-old doing like leaps across my floor. That is, <laughs> Jesus, Just that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, I can't do anything else. Oh, you didn't mention that you're a new studio owner. Yes, I so, am. The creative so, space. Yes, you came home, you opened up a new business, started a non-profit organization, Stress became book. a professor. <laughs> Doing all kinds of stuff. Stress Stress you know, you gotta open your own doors. You gotta yeah, kick, so the, you have to. kick the window in, kick the door in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. owning a new dance studio has been, has been a joy as well? No, it's been a joy. It's been a joy. Um, there's a lot of people that like want to do it, like put their kids in, in dance, but are also afraid because of one, the pandemic. Two, what are they learning? Are they gonna yeah. learn the splits? No, they're going to learn everything. They're, they're going to learn everything. Um, so I think opening up people's minds to what dance actually is um, and what they are learning in studi- in a studio setting um, is also important too. Um, so yeah, just... I think just being in the community and like talking about it, like mm-hmm. things like this is... Um, What's gonna like really mm-hmm. start? We just need to find a way to reach more people. Reach more here, people, reach yeah. Reach more people. We've been on the family islands, people there. Mm-hmm. Reach people that don't have a steady internet connection all the time, you right. know, somewhere to actually get there and, you know, help them see that, you know, dance can make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the government has to make that push too because they, mm-hmm. they know what's here. Obviously, you mm-hmm. have people in your schools teaching it, you know, how, how it has a course in UB, you have events put on by different government agencies where you have performers so like they know it's here so they, they just don't know the work to, right that it takes it's um. just they have to now they have to be that push they have to show their interest and then they have to showcase mm-hmm. these areas that they have so that other women can see oh well maybe i can do this or my child could do this because children want to do it mm-hmm. but they go home to their parents and their parents oh would you could do that or like i probably shouldn't say this but i've had a student she likes performing she sings and she dances and she told her dad she wants to be a performer at least as one of our options after high school and he told her that she doesn't have the look oh god <laughs> not you pressure the table and it's just <laughs> how do you how do you say that your child is expressing an interest you know mm-hmm. and it's just and i think that's up to us as well to like push that there is no dance body there is no look i mean on stage people have you know what they want but there's in general, not a dance body, not right. a dance look. There's a space a, for everyone. Yeah, there's a space for everyone, and you just have to find your way. Um, yeah, that sucks. It does. <laughs> that that made me so upset. Yeah, you do not have to be a size two mm-hmm. or a size four to be a dancer. You do not have to be tall with long legs to be a dancer and mm-hmm. to perform the moves. You just have to have the passion and the love for it, and you know, make sure your dedication. your dedication, your effort, your you know, your confidence shows through and it will get you places and i think that's a lot of people don't you know they don't see they, they think about when you think of a ballerina you think of someone tall obviously caucasian mm-hmm. 
skinny, yeah. very skinny, a tiny waist, slim legs, you know, tutu, everything, pink hair, pull back, blonde hair, most likely pull back in <laughs> one, right? <laughs> but ballerinas can be anyone. Yeah. I've seen videos like, and it's like, like why I love to watch social media sometimes because just watching certain videos make me cry all the time, right? A lot of my feed shows up as just like dancers and people that have, you know, against all odds are doing what they love to do. Mm-hmm. And there's this lady, um, and she was, I think she was like 200 and something pounds, honestly. And she was, a, she was down, she was on point. She was on point. Yes, I know that right. video. She was on point. And I can't even go on point. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think going away from that, from ballet being the only form of that, yes, that is a foundation. I mm-hmm. will always mm-hmm. push classical ballet as a foundation. But that's not the only thing. And I think that's right. where people get confused, yeah. too. And it discourages a lot of color dancers, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people don't have the discipline, like especially with like my studio parents bringing their kids in thirty minutes late, and uh-huh. it's like not in their uniform, not having their shoes. Oh, I forgot. No, get out of my class. Like, and it sucks to have to be like that. But no, you're gonna learn that dance is a discipline. But a lot you're of not about to just. A lot of parents do it because it's just something for the kids. Yeah, it's like a babysitting job. Yeah, something they could take no, on no, no. in the future. It's just oh, no, we gotta yeah, do no. this. Mm-hmm. That'll be cute in a couple shows. You know, mm-hmm. take some pictures. You know. <laughs> no, I have my kids yeah. do push-ups when they forget their clothes. <laughs> they forget their shoes. You're gonna do push-ups. That reminds me. You see, like um, in Carista this past week where you know dominating in field events what is mm-hmm. that what is field events and you know the government was only placing um <laughs> focus on relays mostly you know those relays mm-hmm. and stuff but now you have field events dominate now i love that for the government yeah for mm-hmm. the government to see you actually doing something you have to you have to go out and do it do it <laughs> yep. literally do it they're not just going to come and say i'm going to give you this and you're going to do this no, you have to already you have to already be doing it and then you show them that you're doing it. This is what you're gonna do. And if you want me to carry the Bahamian name or carry to do the Bahamian on any type of platform that I have, then you're gonna have to do this. And this is what needs to be done for this. Mm-hmm. For in a lot of instances we have to force them, we have to get radical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to radicalize the movement, Bahamas Dance Association. Yes. <laughs> To really, to really showcase what we have here, um, even in terms of like when when they went to Dubai, um, the dancers that were there and the showcase that they had, they, you know, all people didn't really like, you know, the way it went down and all the stuff like. But you cannot take away the efforts of them and the way they looked, the dedication, yeah. the time mm-hmm. they put into that performance, those performances. Yeah, because it was it was more. It was about three, four, five different routines and yeah, stuff they had to do. We need to start taking the politics out of everything yes. and just yes. like appreciate our culture, appreciate what we do. And uh, yeah, we have a long way to go. We can do it. We can do it. All right, uh, we're about to end, but I just wanted to close this off with asking each of you, what do you love about dance? Ooh. Shanae, let me start with you. Oh, I love everything about dance. Um, I love how it makes me feel. I love how, yeah, I love how it makes me feel. I think that's the main thing. I think. Um, dance is a representation of like life so all of my dance lessons um, fold into my life lessons so yeah mm-hmm. um, for me I love dance because it's such a good form of creating maybe that's because I have a love for choreography too yes. um, but and I love watching 
my students learn i love watching them progress i like that i can see them do that through dance and i like seeing that they do better in other areas because of dance mm -hmm. also so that's why i love dance why do you love that yes <laughs> i'm just gonna go get into that i love dance specifically for what you guys said i like the way it makes me feel i like the confidence i have while i'm dancing I like that, you know, I honestly, I like the fact that I can call myself a dancer too, like, you're just saying that I'm a dancer. Oh, what kind of dance do you do? Well, <laughs> what can't I do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm too much wrong, but um, it's just that feeling I get when I'm dancing, which I don't see anything, you know, I don't hear anything. It's just literally just me dancing right there, right? Mm -hmm. And that moment is like that way where I express my emotions, where I can get things out of myself. You know, from what goes on in my life. That's what I love about dance. The expressive, the expressive aspect of it, definitely. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs>